All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about. I'm your host, Melissa Crutchler. Today we're going to be talking about suffering in silence. Uh, what is that like? What it means? Um, and not waiting until it's too overwhelming to talk about it. Our sponsor today is She Is You. Join the sisterhood and become a midlife warrior with the membership. She is young. She is you, mag.com. Uh, go and check that out. Link in the description. So I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker to introduce themselves. Would you like to do that? Yes, I could. Hi, I am Rory Hepperstoon, and I'd like to thank everyone for joining today. I hope you get another knowledge and help from my experiences. And hopefully, you don't, uh, hopefully you don't go through what I, I went through, but hopefully I'm able to help you guys. Um, I want to thank Melissa for arranging this podcast and giving you something to talk about. And uh, yeah, just ready to get started. Yeah, sounds good. So that's the whole point of of sharing our stories, right? Is to help people not feel alone, not to get to a point where we've got, and almost to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Try to help them navigate before they go through yeah. what we go through, or to do it a, a lot easier than we did, right? Um, that's the beautiful part about sharing our story. So would you like to share your story about what it was like to suffer in silence and what that looked like for you? Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, I guess um, it didn't happen like, like overnight. It's a kind of a gradual thing, you know, where um, probably didn't even realize it was happening. I didn't even realize it was happening at the time. Um, just suddenly, like I started feeling more down, more depressed. Um, you know, like I didn't uh, have, like, I didn't have any direction or, like, purpose or, or passion or what I was doing, you know, in my life, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just didn't somehow to share, share with anyone. almost felt embarrassed to, uh, to say anything. Um, it felt like, um, oh, there's something, something wrong with me for, for feeling like this, you know, um, for being so depressed. And, and um, yeah, but I guess, but then um, I actually shared... I was feeling first person I told her I was feeling was my wife told her how I was feeling. And um and she was great, you know, she said you should definitely talk to someone. Um yes, I reached out like to my to my my dad, you know, first I, I told after my wife how I was feeling, you know. And um I guess you you do feel uh, sort of alone in, in the whole thing. But I guess that's not that's not true then. If you are people but definitely if they know what you're going through, they'll want to help you. They want to see that you get that help yeah so i mean you definitely don't have to to feel embarrassed or like it's like it's uh it's weakness to admit these things you know so yeah definitely um that's what it felt like at the time yeah yeah so yesterday we did an episode on men's mental health and one of the things that that needs to be spoken about that we didn't talk about yesterday is that it doesn't just automatically happen right it's not yeah. something that oh, bam, one day you're fine, one day you're not. Yes. It, you do, sure. it is gradual. It does take time. And a lot of the times, for anybody watching or catching the replay, a lot of the times you don't even really realize that it's happening. And exactly, yeah. I'd like to explain to everybody why that is. So what ends up happening is we get so caught up in everyday life. We get caught up in our careers. We get caught up in our relationships, our family we get caught up just trying to live every day. And mm -hmm. 
a lot of the time we're not taught as individuals, we're not taught how to put ourselves first, how to make sure that we're happy, that we're healthy, that we're getting everything that we need. Yes, we know we need to eat. Yes, we know we need um, exercise and, and activities and communication with people around us but we don't know how to process what's going on in our lives. So if there's any loss, if there's any overwhelm, any stress, you know, it, it starts to wear on you. And over time, you don't realize it because we don't check in with ourselves. We don't say, how mm -hmm. am I feeling today? You know, how am I doing today? How uh, do I need anything? Am I, you know, you're married. So, you know, we, you know, you tend to go, what does my wife need today? Or what does my husband need today? We have yeah. kids. What do my kids need today? <laughs> mm -hmm. So we get yeah. caught up on that. And that's and that's how we miss that it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Um I think um yeah, definitely right about that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't um like as you say, check in with myself to see how, how I was feeling, you know, um, which is why I got so overwhelming and I got a really bad place before I even realized I needed that help. You know, I was um, so depressed. I was actually just like one at one point laying in bed all day, like just doing nothing, you know? And I was like, I, was, I couldn't believe afterwards, like that was me. It felt like somebody else went through all of that. You know, like just in bed doing nothing. Um, yeah, I just felt uh, like so alone, you know, I guess. But then after um, having gone through all that, you learn how to do your emotions and even you need to learn how you learn when you're, you're feeling some anxiety coming on, you recognize like this, the, the signs or, or whatever. You know, something's like you're feeling it coming on, you know. I think the good thing is you could now I could like catch it and stop it before it gets so overwhelming. Like, it is, like sit, sit with it and, uh, you know, like um, a friend of mine was telling me uh, that these emotions, they are temporary, you know, they always, they always they pass when the feeling anxiety will pass, you know. Um, yeah, so I guess that, that was my lowest point. Uh, like just laying in bed, just doing nothing, just being sad, being depressed. You know, until I guess um, I got so bad in the worst part. You know, I didn't tell anyone. And then I, I decided uh, it's about like end, ending it all, you know. So, I mean, I actually like did try, you know, to, uh, to commit suicide, you know, so I... Uh, survived that I could call myself a suicide survivor um yeah so but I even remember that day that was like a big blur everything was like a blur that day like uh, even like um getting picked up you know like sitting in the car um I remember my mom and my wife were in the front and I was in the back only now I remember all of this afterwards but I don't remember anything of that that day after um such a big blur yeah but um so why we're here I hope no one has to uh think feeling like that so they can get help, reach out to if you're married or your friend or your dad or, or someone, you know, um, even like, I guess, like a, a therapist or something, tell somebody, you know, if yeah. you're feeling like that. Yeah. So how are you today? After going through all of that, how are you today? Yeah, definitely. Well, obviously a lot better place now. Um, after like, I like, I like went to see like a therapist like like three times a week. I uh, saw so like a life coach. Um, like she helped me with like some direction in life, and I guess your therapist, you know, help you talk through your emotions and what you're feeling. Yeah, so today definitely a lot, a lot, lot better. Um, yeah, of course, you know, 
doesn't entirely go away. You still have anxiety. You still have days where you feel a little down, a little sad, but now you're more capable of dealing with it. So definitely a lot better now. You know, I have um, before I had an interest in things like I lost all interest, lost all interest in things like reading, and which I'd love to do before I I stopped reading. Now I started reading again. Um, yeah, just reading, going to the movies, like simple things that I'd done before that I'd got, got a lot of joy from, you know, now I started doing those things again. Um, even just, just, to, just, just to be with myself, you know, and, uh, you know, sit down and read a book, which I couldn't do before, you know, I just lost all pleasure for that. And um, yes, I feel a lot, a lot, lot better now. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously no more of those kind of thoughts or feelings. I guess you still have the anxiety. It doesn't actually, that never really goes away. You know, like now I have ways to deal with it. So definitely a lot, uh, a lot better off now. Yeah. And in a way it was a, it's a good experience too. Cause then like it made me think about helping others who, um, who feel, you know, felt the way I felt or dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression. So definitely as a way, it was a good thing because it put me on this path, uh, you know, so yeah. It's like this saying, life happens for you, not to you. Yeah, exactly. Heard that. Heard that. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. Um, of course, me, you wish it didn't happen, but you know, I mean, it's just the way you uh, you think about it and how you can use it to to your your good and to help other people. Yeah. Yeah. I a few years ago was ridiculed um, and and quite thoroughly rejected by um, other coaches in the industry, and it was because I would always comment or um, encourage people to acknowledge the negativity or the heavy emotions or their anxiety or their trauma because while I don't wish trauma on very very rarely anybody (laughs) there are a couple that you know I've wished trauma on um, but I don't wish trauma on anybody but it is it is a part of life everybody in the world is going to experience trauma in one way or another, whether that's emotional, physical, mental, um, spiritually, or energetically, we, excuse me, we all experience trauma. The key to that is understanding what it means for us, right? Um, Look at yourself now being able to share your story, being able to help other people who maybe feel the same way that you did or are in a similar position to you that to where you were and saying, you know, it does get better. You, mm-hmm. you can ask for help. There's no embarrassment or shame or guilt for, okay. for yeah. feeling the way that you do. At the, at the time, you don't think you'll get better. It seems so impossible mm-hmm. to, even to get out of this hole that, that you're in. Um, yeah. Like the first day, I was supposed to go my first day of uh, therapy. Um, my wife came over, my brother came over, my younger brother, and then he was away, he was away at the time, but he was here on vacation. And uh, and I was like locked in my room and said, it's not gonna make any difference going to therapy, it won't help, it won't, won't matter. You know, but then um, they like, actually like they made me go. So uh, now I'm like so glad that, that they did, because um, it, it was a definitely uphill struggle, um, but definitely, definitely, um, yeah, I said, you know, it definitely can help. Um, don't um, feel it won't help. Don't feel it's so impossible that you get you can't do it. Yeah. So, for anybody watching or catching the replay, what would you suggest to them would be, you know, those key things that helped you? Um, well, definitely a good support base. Um, definitely get your family involved. You know, tell 
your wife, your brother, your dad, somebody, definitely don't keep that to yourself. Um, get like I say, get a great therapist or like a life coach, like I did. Um, exercise that was a big help. Um, exercise, um, photography helped me a lot. Uh, just something that you kind of just just get out, get out of your head a little bit. You know, just take out there. So I got into photography. Um, yeah, but main thing is then have a good solid support people behind you who are who are rooting for you and supporting you and uh, and they're there to whatever you need. I guess but the first thing is don't feel like there's something wrong with you because you how you feel like this, you know. Um yeah, and I think as well speaking from a man's point of view, you know, you feel like oh you're weak or you know, whatever. But um, yeah, and like, men don't men can't cry and stuff. But you know, I cried a lot that whole thing. You know, yeah, it's like, oh God, we are crying again. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I cried a lot, but I don't feel ashamed that to ask for help. I think that'd be the, those are the main things I would remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our guest yesterday said, "Be a burden," mm-hmm. because you're not actually a burden, right? Uh, right. Let your friends and your family and your 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 support system, like you said, let them help you. Let them be there for you and and help you through a place that you don't think you're going to get out of. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was thing. Like I said at the time, it feels so such a dark place that you don't see how you're going to come out the other side of it. But um, it was say not really easy. It definitely going to take work. You have to do it, you, know, you have to show up and you have to do it, you know. But um yeah, I just uh, you know, they have, I would just say uh, make sure and show up, you know, and um, and, and do the, the hard work, you know, because I'm standing here as a proof that I did I did the hard work and you know, I didn't feel like doing it sometimes. You know, I got out there, I went for a jog, um uh, you know, stuff like that, you know, you, you know, but have that support team, you know, that's that's got key, yeah. Yeah. Um, so suffering in silence, it's a lot of people do it. Majority men um, and women. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not gender specific of suffering in silence. Yes, mm-hmm. um, we do have a guest speaker who's, who's a male on the show. So definitely talking about a men's perspective is that thought that crying is for sissies or emotions are for girls or whatever that looks like you get an entire generation of men who are stuck in an emotional place right um Mm -hmm. not knowing how to process trauma not knowing who they truly are and it's it, it is a hard place to be now depending on or not depending on where you are whether your trauma that you're experiencing is mental, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, energetic, spiritual, whatever that looks like, suffering in silence just prolongs that period, right? If you're yep. suffering in silence, it means you don't know how to get yourself out of it. You don't know how to move forward. And unfortunately, if you don't take that step and start talking about it, it's, it's just going to get worse. You're just going to stay stuck. Nobody's going to come in and say, Hey, you know, this is how you get out of it. Unless you're actively search, even if you're type it into Google, right? Google is amazing. You can type anything into Google and get an answer in seconds, right? So mm-hmm. typing into Google, how do I get myself out of this? How do I do this? How do I do that? 
and you'll get those answers. So suffering in silence, again, will just prolong, prolong that, that, that period of unhappiness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess like I thought at the time, you know, uh, it's not gonna work, it's gonna work. Uh, there's feelings of, um, like the best way to describe it, I guess, you know, you felt ashamed uh, at the time, you know, I feel like it's not gonna get any better. It's gonna, it's gonna stay like this, you know. Um, yeah, so I didn't tell anyone in the beginning, you know, uh, it's literally just suffering in silence. Uh, I put a, like a mask, a mask up, uh, like and nobody's around, you know, I'll be all sad and depressed and just laying around. But like, for example, when um, I go to pick my wife up, um, I, was, I was working from home and stuff, but you know, um, but before that, from home, but then when at the time when I was just like depressed and laying around, I didn't show anybody that, that that's, that's what was happening. You know, I'd go to pick her up after she was finished work and uh, I just like hide it, you know? Um, so, so on the outside, you wouldn't know that I was depressed or, or going through those things, having these thoughts. And we went on vacation and, and nobody knew. My wife went, up, when I went on vacation, you know, and I was like, just like pretending like I was fine, everything was normal. I remember after, um, like a while later had passed, then uh, my wife, Kavita, she said, oh, you must have been depressed on our vacation. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was. And uh, she, you know, obviously had no one had any idea. So all that time was just suffering and uh, and suffering quietly, suffering in silence. Yeah, I think, I think that's what it means to say when you're suffering in silence. Um, you're putting a mask up to the outside world so they, they don't see, you know, that, that you are, yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, I was writing something down because I just realized that I need to make something readily available. So mm -hmm. I know how to teach people how to, how to pull themselves out of that emotional state, whether it's anger, anger, depression, whether it's overwhelm. Um, I have a method that actually brings people, um, helps you control your emotions um, and can bring you out of that emotional state so that you can see ways that you can remove yourself from the trauma or the, the depression or the anxiety that you're facing. It allows you to bring yourself back into you and say, oh, okay, <laughs> I get it now. Let's move forward. Yes. Um, and I have that method and, and I haven't um, shared it with the world as of yet. So I was just writing down my plan to do that because it is needed. And I think that everybody should, um, should know how to do that. So, so what else would you like to tell people about suffering in silence and waiting, waiting to, to take those steps, um, to talk about it? Um, yeah, definitely. Like, don't, don't wait. Um, I say do it today. If you're, if you're out there watching this, and you're feeling sad or depressed or anxious or, or whatever, or, or suicidal, having suicidal thoughts, I say, don't wait. Like, do it right now. Um, call someone, call your friend, um, I don't know, call like a hotline, call, call somebody. I say, don't sit, uh, don't sit there thinking you can do it by yourself. That's the mistake I made and I could do it by myself. I could get out, get out of it by myself. So that's what I would um, definitely tell people to, 
call someone today, like, uh, let's write this letter and tell them um, how you're feeling, if you're sad, depressed, anxious, um, or you feel like uh, maybe you're not, not worthy or you're not, you know, deserve to be here. As they call someone like right now and tell them what you're feeling. Yeah, that's what I would definitely say. And I was watching and, and feeling like that. Yeah. And a little bit of insight for everybody watching. It is, it, it takes so much strength. And the strongest yes, thing that you can do is ask for help. And the worst thing that can happen when you ask for help is them say no. Yeah. And if somebody yeah. says no, you say, okay. And you go on to the next person and the next yeah. person and the next person until you find the person that can actually help you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree with that. Uh, I think it's, it's, definitely a sign of strength when you can ask for help that you need help that you're vulnerable to show somewhere you're vulnerable that you need help but definitely doesn't show that you're weak it's the opposite that you are so strong that you can ask for admit that you need help and if like this was saying uh the person says no well yeah ask someone else um you know did you get get that help yeah even if it's a, a stranger on a hotline or yeah. something but, uh, yeah yeah definitely yeah. and if somebody we'll says no it has not it has nothing to do with you if somebody says no. It has to do with their ability. It has to do with their comfort, right? Um, you could have, you could ask your mom and if they say no, it's not because they don't want to. Maybe it's because they don't know how to, right? You know, maybe it's, hey, um, I need help. Can you help me or can you help me find somebody who can, right? Even just wording yeah. it that way. And, and allowing yourself to, again, have the strength to do that. We have the right, we have the responsibility, and we have the required action to make it happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, if the person says no, it's not about you. Probably they don't know how to, how to deal with it, mm -hmm. um, whatever it is you're going through. And, um, but I would always just remember, too, that there are people out there who will help you. You know, um, I'm sure there's someone you could call right now and pick up the phone and they will, they will say, oh, I didn't know you're feeling like that. But yeah, they will definitely help you. Because um, you went to my wife, how I was feeling. And uh, yeah, I was maybe she didn't know how to help me at the time. But uh, you know, she's like, call your dad because he was like a, um, he's a doctor and a psychiatrist. And so it's like, you know, that's the first step I, I took was telling my wife and I told my dad. And uh got me the help that I needed, you know. Um, all the family, um, yeah, my mom, my brothers, you know, all of them really su supportive, you know. So, you know, don't feel ash ashamed to ask for help or tell your family how you're feeling, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, most of the time, your family will help you in any way they can because having you around, having you happy, having you healthy is more important to them to thinking that everything's fine yeah definitely they 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 um they want to know you know how i was doing they did um come over after work like my older brother come over after work check up on me and he um he's like yeah let's go going for a jog he he, he dragged me into the car you know the time i had to be dragged into the car because i want to go but uh yeah so he came out every day um my other brother was here he'd come by every day and uh, hang out in the, in the room with me um yeah, um, my wife is obviously 
very supportive. She came with me to therapy and and um and all this stuff. Uh, even now she like so like hey you're doing okay you know you know I was like yeah yeah I'm good you know check up on you know so how are you feeling today That's, you know little things like that. Um yeah but definitely um have that support base that's definitely going to be a, a big help you know don't don't do it alone don't suffer in silence like i did um it got so bad you know i like uh, uh, take my own life you know don't let it don't let it get that far you know yeah at all yeah definitely reach out well i have to say that i am beyond proud of where you're at today the fact that you are here and talking about what you've experienced and sharing that with the world, because even if just one person hears what you have to say, imagine changing the world one conversation at a time. That's, that's what I value. That's, that's what I find so empowering and so passionate about this show is being able to change the world one conversation at a time. So I want to say thank you for being here. Sure. Thank you, Melissa. I definitely appreciate uh, you organizing this show. It was great. All right. Well, um, is there anything you'd like to add before we get going? Um, yeah, just maybe think of a, a quote that you said that about um, saving the world one person at a time. I think it was, I'm wrong, I think it was Oscar Schindler who said it. Um, um, he who saves one person saves the world. I think I might be paraphrasing, but I was like, like that quote um, that, that he had, yeah. If that one person you save it is yourself, you know. Um, definitely, I would like I said in the beginning, ask for help, tell your family, have a strong support team, people behind you that you know they all want you to do well and see you succeed and and get over it, whatever it is you're going through. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, for all of you watching, go check out my Rockstar Method. I will be um, posting on my website uh, later on this week about a upcoming seminar or webinar um, where I'm going to go through uh, every step of the Rockstar Method so you can learn how to control your emotions um, and pull yourself out of, of any overwhelming situations that you find yourself in. So uh, go and check that out. Our sponsor today is She Is You. Uh, join the sisterhood and become a midlife warrior. Uh, with their membership package. Go and check that out. Link in the description. Again, I want to say thank you so much, Rory, for your time uh, and your story. I, your your strength is showing. Nice, Mr. Thanks for having me. All right. It. Well, everyone for listening. to all the rest of you, I hope you have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on when or where you're watching. If you'd like to be a guest speaker, a guest blogger, a guest sponsor, or if you'd like to see a topic featured on the show, please make sure that you reach out to us at justalivetv.com. You can engage, follow, and share the show across all of our social media platforms by searching Just Alive TV. I will see all of you on the next episode. Have a wonderful afternoon. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.